All right, I'm here with Sedona. Um, it's been a while since I've had her on, so we're going to talk and kind of get an update on like everything. Mm. All right, so do you want to like introduce yourself again? Because I know a lot of people probably don't know who you are. Um, yeah, so basically um, what we started with was I started – and excuse me if I sound stuffy because I'm getting over cold. Um, but I started with um, – doing cross country and I wasn't eating enough. And then I transitioned into, um, trying to train for my first bikini competition when I was 16. And then I went to nationals when I was 17. Um, and throughout this time I got my NASM certification and everything. And then I had started my online business and that's pretty much, I think where we left off. Um, so I'm still NASM certified and I still am, you know, taking on clients and everything. And how has like that changed for you? Because like, I remember when I was we first talked, that was like your first time kind of doing that, that you were just getting started. Yeah, so definitely, I mean, growing a following, I think I had last time we talked, what, maybe 20,000. Um, and now I'm like up to, I think, like 120 something. So that has definitely changed and that I have a lot more clients. And the clients that I do get are definitely more committed to actually, you know, training. And I have so much information on my page that people, um, I feel like they're more willing to choose me as a trainer because they see more knowledge and everything and more growth on my own body. So that's been pretty cool um, seeing the more followers I get, the more that I have clients. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, you built this following, like, you know, I think the last time I remember you were like 10 or 15. So how did yeah, you like? Yeah, around there. How did you like grow such a large following in, in like just a year since we talked? I think. Um, well, the hardest part was um, just being consistent because, like, over the summer, I think it was a shadow ban or something, but it happened to a lot of girls that I knew where um, I was just slowly losing followers. So for like two months, I was posting every day, but I was literally getting nothing in return. Like people weren't seeing my posts um, or anything like that. So I think the fact that I was able to post and then all of a sudden one day, I think it was like after the Instagram update, um, it stopped doing that. And then there was a lot of good information. And I think that's what really sparked it again, my growth. Um, but besides that, um, like I said, being consistent and then being different in that, I, you know, I smoke weed. I'm open about it. Um, I don't really, you know, I don't really have, I have a filter, but I am more willing to share aspects of my life that other people aren't willing to share. And so I think people realize that and, and they really like it. So that's where my uniqueness comes from. Because I think everyone needs some type of uniqueness um, when they're going into starting social media because it's so saturated, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, when you started smoking marijuana on Instagram, how did that like, how did people take that at first? Was that like? So people loved it. Um, definitely. Like I don't, I don't post about it a lot because um, I don't want to be unprofessional as hard as that seems. Um, but because I do know that there's some people out there that don't like it. Um, but yeah, I've never gotten any negative response. I had a couple people say that it would hinder my gains, which those are uneducated people because of course it's not. Um, but, uh, 
But yeah, more people really liked it. And then I know a couple people that confided in me like, oh my God, I didn't know that you did that. It makes me feel so much better because I get judged for it and all of that. Mm -hmm. Back then, were you still smoking? Because I remember you said you were, but I don't remember. Yeah, I think um, I was ever since that I moved out of my parents is when I kind of got more into it, uh, especially because I was like super lonely and it kind of helped with that a lot and you know just being sad and and all of that um but i will say that i had just posted something where i realized that you know too much of it is not a good thing because i definitely started to go overboard so it was actually i mean for someone who has underlying issues with anxiety um it started to make it worse but but now yeah no i have i have a balance that that still helps me rather than hurts me so yeah do you have, like, what is, like, your routine? Do you smoke before you go to the gym? Like, is there, like, specific times? So that's what I used to do. I used to do it before the gym, after the gym, before class, all of that. Um, but now I limit it to just nighttime when I want to relax. Um, and I find that, that that doesn't really affect my anxiety like it did before. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And what about it affected your anxiety? Was it just, like, you were... Was it just your mindset or what was it exactly? So I forget the the technical term, probably because I just woke up, but um, it's something about, um, I'll have to look it up. That's going to bother me. But um, when you're, you know, you have a lot of THC in your system, it kind of fills a void in your brain. Um, and then when you take it away, and that's for, with chronic use, which I was doing, and then when you take it away, it's hard for your brain to, to fill that again. Um, so that's where you go through the withdrawal and everything. Um, but if you're not doing it chronically, then your brain doesn't, you know, get used to it being there. Um, so it's not so much of a problem. So that's where my anxiety was because in and, and a lot of the times that, you know, you go through withdrawal and then you experience depression because of the imbalance in your brain. Um, so yeah, so that's why I would just recommend for everyone to, to be careful, um, with usage. But then again, I'm, I'm no expert. You do you, and we all have different experiences. But for me, I was already experiencing, uh, anxiety attacks and that kind of translated into panic attacks when I was using it too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And remember last time we were talking about CBD, have you started using that kind of stuff or are you just smoking? So, no, I don't use CBD. I've used it. Well, no, so I I don't use it orally, um, which people would do for, like, stress and anxiety. I use it more for – they have, like, the body cream. So I think it's – and it it has, like, um, the Icy Hot type of feel. Mm -hmm. So that's the only CBD product I use. And I notice it does help with inflammation. But, no, I I don't use any of the oral stuff. They have like diffusers now, which I yeah. think is bizarre because what is breathing a tiny little bit of CBD going to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's funny. But yeah, no, I'm not really big on the, the CBD. I, I think it works for some people, but just not for me. Yeah. 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 I think it's I, it's like case by case basis, I guess. Um, but that's interesting that that's not something because for me, it was always like this like game changer, especially for. Yeah. But yeah, it does help with inflammation for sure. Yeah, definitely. I figured I figured that out real quick. I was like, "Oh, this feels much better." Yeah. Um, and uh, you started building this following. Like, 
all this following? Like, how did you kind of take that, you know, becoming, you know, Instagram famous, whatever it's called? No. Oh, goodness. Well, first of all, it's funny because I don't even see myself as relatively Instagram famous mm-hmm. because one, I'm such a normal person. It's bizarre to me that people would ever call me that. And then two, I see there's a lot of a lot of people that are growing to that size now. Uh-huh. Um, so it's not as rare as it used to be. Um, but I will say that when my Instagram is popping, like when the analytics are popping and everything, um, it's definitely it's hard to keep up with the messages at this point and the comments. Um, and then I recently just signed with um, One Up, and then I have Nasty Fit, and then I have another app that I'm trying to post on. So it does get tricky, but then again, I'm such a task-oriented person that if you tell me to do this, this, that, I will do it. Um, so it, it hasn't been that big of a problem, but it definitely is more challenging with the more people that you have to get back to and the more tasks you have to you know, balance. And uh, what, what's like your daily life like now? Like, are you waking up really early? Like, how, like, what's your day like? Um, so, it's not too bad. I mean, the on Saturday and Sunday, um, I, I take those as my, like, relaxation day. So, I kind of just bust my ass Monday through Friday. Um, and then, especially on Monday, Monday are the days that I, I work up early, early because uh, I have, you know, class. I still have class throughout the week. And then I have, like, my check-ins with clients. Um, so those days could get pretty busy. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I would rather, um, wake up early, go to class early, you know, go to the gym and then get everything done Monday through Friday and then have Saturday and Sunday to kind of just relax and give my mind a break because my mind never really stopped until everything is done. Uh So that's the way that I, I, um, keep myself sane for sure. And, uh, like, do you go bed? Like how early do you go to bed? On those days? Um, like 1030. Yeah, because I wake up at like seven, which is, which I know is not early for some people, but that's early for me. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, and then the weekends you just decompress, like, are you like doing something else or are you just like, th- this is when you do nothing, just chill out? So that's the time where I'll hang out with my parents or, mm-hmm. um, I'll go to like Vermont or something or today I'm going to hang out with my grandmother. So that's where I, I hang out with family pretty much. Cause I'm really big on family. Like my parents are like the closest people to me. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I love your dog or is it your mother's dog, right? It's, it's yeah, it's my parents' yeah. dog, Suki. Yeah. Yeah. All... Yeah. Yeah. I, I take care of her sometimes. Yeah. That's, I, I like that dog. It's like, I was like, this is a nice dog. So, yeah, but, yeah, so, and, uh, like, every, like, how have, like, your goals changed? Have, uh, like, a lot of stuff changed for you? Or have you kind of kept everything, like, continuing on? Um. Yeah, my goals have changed a lot. I mean, I'm way more relaxed, and I didn't, yeah, so this past summer was the first summer where I didn't diet or anything, Um, which was really big for me because I always felt like I had to diet and post on Instagram, like how to diet and all this stuff. Um, But I just didn't feel like doing it and my body needed a break. So that's kind of where I'm at. And then I've just been maintaining, kind of trying to bulk. Um, But I've had a lot of like health issues come up. So we're not really at the bulk yet, (laughs) but but I'm trying to. Um, And I'm definitely trying to focus more on my business and 
I feel like I'm at a place where my body, I love the way I look. And it's just, you know, I'm okay with slowly growing and kind of taking a step back, not trying to rush my, my progress so much anymore. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm more focused on my business and everything, just trying to learn, maybe start my own podcast and do more with uh, sponsorships because, I mean, I'm getting out of college soon. I definitely need to start making more money um, to plan ahead. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how many, like, how many semesters do we have left? Like one, two? Um, I have, so this is my junior year halfway through. So I have three more semesters. Yeah. Okay. So we're yeah, like, it seems like a lifetime. Yeah. But that, you know, like, I feel like things happen so fast and things move really quick. Then you're there and you're like, oh gosh, I'm here. Uh, yeah. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so like all these kind of changes, like what have become like the bigger goals for you? Like, are you like, have you just thought about like, I want to build my own business. Like how, how have you thought about that? Kind of so there's definitely a couple of things. I mean, I want to have a couple of streams of revenue. I don't want to do just one thing that would bore me. Um, so I definitely want to keep social media going. And then I was actually just talking to my dad and um, my boyfriend about um, maybe doing like a dad hat company because there's so many leggings out there, which I would love to do in the future, but I almost want to start with, because I love dad hats, but my head is so small <laughs> that none of them fit me. So, um, and then there, there are a lot of like options out there. So that's something I really want to do. And then, like I said, the, the podcast, um, and then in the future, when I get to say, like, I want to move to somewhere warm because I hate the winter. <laughs> um, so like if I move to San Diego or Texas or something, I definitely want to, have my own studio but that's for when i settle down and everything mm-hmm. and yeah so that would just so basically a training studio is the ultimate goal okay. how do you deal with like the cold climate because i i don't like the cold at all that's why i live in texas but like oh my goodness i know it's like you know those three months december like january somewhere around there gets really yeah. really cold how do you handle like just not staying inside because like if i if i see cold i'm like uh Oh no, I stay inside. Yeah, yeah I don't. I, I try okay. not to sleep, but I I am forced to go outside um, to walk on campus, which is like miserable because uh-huh. it's when you first wake up. Because I have morning classes, and then it's the coldest in the morning, so so that's miserable. But um, also lifting, I know people can can agree with me. Like when you're trying to lift and it's freezing out, your joints are just awful. So definitely have to do some cardio before I, I train at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when does it like, when does it become summertime for you? Is it like late June or July or like, when is that, when does it become tolerable? Um, I mean, global warming kind of got us messed up, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, usually I think, yeah, around June is probably when it gets hot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. And, uh, you know, you've been building this following for a while, like, and you've been doing all these things. How has it like, like, you know, did you expect these things to happen? Like, were these goals or did it just happen? And you're like, wow. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't expect it at all. But like I said, I, I'm so like, if I, if I start doing something, I'm so just, it just becomes a habit and, and I just, 
keep running with it. So when I did my Instagram, it was just something that I wanted to post every day. So I did. And it kind of just grew from there. I had no idea. I mean, it's funny now that there's girls that I used to look up to with like 20,000 followers and be like, oh my God, she's amazing. But now all of a sudden I'm the same person posting pretty much the same things. I just look different and I surpassed some of the people I looked up to. So it's, it's very interesting. I had no idea that I would ever be someone that others would look up to, especially, you know, because I'm not someone who has a lot of friends or who's very social. So it's funny how in my my younger years I was so alone and now it's like so many people want to reach out to me. So it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, posting like every day, like how do you come up with like – you know, because so, you always have good content every day, no matter what it is. Um, how do you kind of deal with that? Do you like plan this out? Do you type it out? Like how how's that go? Oh yeah, it's it used to be hard. I went through a really rough patch, probably um, probably like a year or two ago. Um, I th- yeah, I think that I think I was at like twenty thousand or something when the last time that we talked. Um, that was hard because I was trying to go a certain route where it was more strength and I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, and I didn't really have, because here's the thing, if you stall on your, um, oh, are we okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so if you stall on, on learning for yourself, it's kind of hard to put out information because you're not really learning anything new. Um, so after that, I, I think I... I talked to someone who knew more about like the rehab training. So I did some of that. And then I talked to someone who knew more about like exercise selection and um, nutrition. So I posted more about that. Um, And then now I'm just trying to, to post more about how I'm specifically, you know, shrinking my waist and growing my glutes because who doesn't want to learn that? Um, So I think it just, when you kind of stall out on your information, you just have to dive into something and, try to learn something new so that you could share that with others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm also trying to, to post more um, selfies because I do want to, to be more of like fitness modeling at some point too. There's so much that I want to do. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm trying to post more like high quality pictures as well to mix in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, what are these, what are these like bucket list things or things that you want to do to, like a lot of things or cause you, from what I heard you like, it's kind of like all over the place. Uh, but you have all these goals. Like what makes you think like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. Is it just like instinct? Yeah. Well, I think I mean, my whole family is, is like me where I, I grew up like with my mom and my dad, just doing a whole bunch of projects and my dad's a, a really big entrepreneur. So I definitely, and then my brother is following my dad's footsteps and, and my mom and everything. So I definitely get it from them where I just want to do a whole bunch of things because I've seen there's so much you can do, you know? And, uh, you know, you're like, you're like a really patient person, I guess, kind of, I don't know how to explain it, but like you're, you take your time to things, you develop things really quickly and you're consistent. How did you kind of develop that like consistency, even though you don't know what you're going to get at the end of the rainbow, I guess. Um, probably, like I said, my, my parents definitely um, have been awesome in just 
teaching me that like just hard work like I don't know my my mom is a machine like if she even if she cleans my house she will literally scrub the walls like everything has to be perfect and thorough she doesn't complain she's just an extreme hard worker like she'll stay working like an extra two hours and everything so to me that's that's pretty much all I know I don't know how to half-ass things or I don't know how to say "Mm, I don't feel like it um and it almost gives me a little bit of anxiety if, if there's something that I want to do and I don't do it. Like, I can't. I can't because I just feel like my mom's over my shoulder and, like, why aren't you just, – just do it, Sedona. Like, why aren't you just doing it? So I think definitely she she gave me, like, the, the discipline. And then also when I was prepping for my first show, um, there were so many times that I that I didn't want to do it. And I think – when it comes to fitness, my determination there and just posting on my Instagram and all of that comes from that first prep where I wanted to quit. But to be honest, the only motivation I had at that point was to prove others wrong, which is kind of sad. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, I, it took it took a lot out of me, but I had to prove others wrong. And, and ever since then, I've kind of used that as, okay, I can do that. And so now my motivation is I can do anything and I will do anything that I put my mind to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you don't have that. You don't. You still don't have like I want to prove you wrong thing anymore. Like, do you feel like you kind of put that away, or is it still there? Like, you're like, if someone tells you you can't do this, you're gonna do it anyways because you can. Yeah, well, I think I think that's always on the back burner. I think a lot of people don't want me to do things because mm-hmm. I think just to be blamed, I think a lot of people are jealous because, and I I can say that because I used to be jealous of people who were doing good. Um, so no, it doesn't, it definitely doesn't affect me that much now just because I'm a nicer person and I want to see others do good. I'm definitely more encouraging. Um, and I'm not such an angry person, you know, I think, I think cause I've realized that I am in control of my own life and it really doesn't matter what other people do. So yeah, I think that's the, the way I would put it. Mm-hmm. How did you get rid of that anger? Like, was it just because you you just calmed down over the, like the past few years or like, how did that happen? I think definitely confidence. Uh-huh. Confidence is a big thing. Um, and to be honest, I think Instagram helped me with my confidence just because I never really had anyone say, oh, you're doing good. Or I think you're great as a person. Or, I mean, of course I had my parents, but like I said, I didn't have any friends at all like I was homeschooled um and then also like bullied and all of that so um Instagram helped with that and then just meeting a few people when I moved here um that made me feel like okay there's not something wrong with me like some people actually want to be my friend um that was super big for me just building my own confidence because now I don't feel like I have to put others down to make myself feel better you know mm-hmm. And like, I've seen that you're like making a lot of gym friends now. Like, how has that kind of changed for you? Or like, you know? Yeah, that's, um, it's cool. The, so I'm not gonna lie. The only thing is, is I am such an introvert at heart. I will always be an introvert. Um, so it is hard to balance, you know, wanting to train by myself, but then also wanting to hang out with these really awesome people. Um, so I'm trying to, to definitely balance, you know, people in the gym and then also making time for people to hang out with them outside of the gym. Cause that's where I really made good connections because 
me training with someone is very hard because I just love to go hard. Uh (laughs) So, so, um, but yeah, no, meeting people is really awesome. Definitely because I feel like the gym is more of a home now. Yeah. Uh And and like, do you do that often? Do you like, I know a lot of people like going by themselves. Some people like going with other person. Like, do you like prefer one over the other or is it like, I want to do both at the same time or separate? Yeah, no, I definitely thrive on, on myself just because, um, like I said, I lift with a lot of emotion. So any type of maliciousness or anger that's still left over, I like to take out. So, for example, if someone says hi to me and I don't I don't hear you, it's because I'm focused. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so definitely alone. But I do like the fact that social media has connected me to other people that I can be friends with outside of the gym and that I can say hi to in the gym and and then occasionally work out with because sometimes it is nice to have a break from going super hard and just having a more relaxed workout Mm -hmm. now how did you how did you learn how to make friends because like a lot of people don't know how to make friends you know it's like like what you know a lot there's a lot of people that are very introverted I think we're both that same way but like how did you make friends like yeah, that, uh, that was kind of forced upon me. Uh. <laughs> I think, well, I think working at GNC gave me people skills. Um, but then I never really, like, searched for friends. I think they kind of just came to me, which is really great um, because I'm not good at, at going out and finding friends because I definitely, especially when I first moved here, I felt like everyone hated me. So I just kept to myself because I was like, oh, like, no one's going to like me. Like, I'll just, you know, be mm-hmm. on my lonesome. Um, but yeah, there's people that reached out and then you kind of just, I think, I think the first couple of people I met, I was like, Hey, I'm really new at this friend thing. So I'm sorry if I say something weird or if I'm too forward. Um, but I've, I realized like, as long as you're being yourself and you're not trying to, to be someone you're not, it's going to come off as natural and sincere and people appreciate that. So I learned not to be afraid of meeting new people. And if I do say something stupid, I'm saying, hey, sorry for saying something stupid. Like, that's my bad. Like, I just own up to it, you know? Hmm. And, uh, like, having all these positive people, type of people around you and, like, people that want to do things, like, how does that change your mindset? Are you just like, oh, wow, I want this person to succeed? Like, how do you think about that? Um, yeah, like, I definitely – I want people to succeed the – the only hard thing is, is it does balance out the people that want to be friends with you and the people that are quote unquote haters um, or whatever their problem is. Maybe they're just hurt people. Um, but yeah, so so it, it balances out. But I do I do have more faith that, that there are nice people out there um, and all of that. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I hope that answers the question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How do you handle the haters now? Like, how do you handle them? Like, do you just ignore them or are you, you, do you say stuff to them? Like, how do you handle haters? Well, if it's someone on my Instagram, I don't tolerate it. If I don't like something immediately block, there's nothing in me that wants to start anything. It's just like, okay, you're annoying. I'm going to ignore you. Um, and then if it's in person, um, usually the, I just get dirty looks from girls, um, and <laughs> when that happens, I kind of just, because I know deep down that there's, most of the time, 
most of the time it's probably just because that they're hurt people. So I just try and show them that I'm not an asshole. Um, and only half the time do they kind of reciprocate the niceness. But I do try and be like, hey, have a good workout. Um, but yeah, half the time they they just don't want to hear it. But at least it makes me feel better because they don't think I'm a bitch now. They have no reason to think I'm a bitch because I tried to go out of my way and be nice to them type of thing. Mm. And are, are you like nice to everybody right away? Or are you like just like, you know, if it's something like you're doing, you're like, you know, don't talk to me right now. Like, how do you handle it? Yeah, no, I, I try to be nice to everyone. The only thing is, is I don't tolerate people staring at me at the gym. So if there's, you know, guys staring, talking, I don't tolerate that. I have no problem saying, can you not look at me? Um, but, of course, I'm never rude. Um, and then, what was I saying? I should have brain fart. Um, oh, yeah, and then I, I just, I'm nice to other people. Um, I always try and be nice because, I mean, there's no reason to be rude. Um, if I'm having a bad day, I know how to suck it up and put on a face because I never want someone to think I'm taking it out on them. So, yeah, that's that's been a, a learning experience because I used to be so defensive, but now I'm, I'm not defensive anymore. Um, and I don't take things personally and all that. Mm -hmm. I think the last time we were talking, I think it was me, you, and Kara, and we were talking about like changing gyms for y'all like like have you settled on a gym like have you is this like your home like this is the place that you go You're yeah i uh i just go to powerhouse now i think at the time i went to la fitness as well um but that was just because la fitness is, was so close to me but powerhouse is definitely the, the only gym that i really feel comfortable at i find commercial gyms are the worst when it comes to creepers and I still get some at Powerhouse, but there's people that have known me for years, so it's it's definitely not as bad. Uh, all right. Well, it was great talking to you again. So yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess everybody have a great day. You know, if you have a bad day today, uh, the you know there's always tomorrow. So have a good day. <laughs> for real. <laughs>